Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday. Yes, it is. Yes, we're back to podcasting on Monday just for this week. Right. Because a... yesterday, what got away from us? Yeah, it was just kind of one of those days. Yeah, well, yeah. we just we went to the pool and we didn't really feel like doing it. Yeah. So yeah. we're doing it today. It was also the first day of all three of the um, right. all three of the services back. So by the time we got back to church, I was out like a light. For you a were tired. Hours. You yeah. were asleep. Yeah. yeah. Three services back, up and running at St. John, which is very exciting. Yeah, and I got to tell you, we had uh, you know all three services were up and running, and the early service, the eight o'clock service, which is the one we started yesterday or we reopened yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think we had eighty six people. Yeah, which is pretty phenomenal. Uh, and all what told, does that one usually have, like before pandemic? It would have between, say, 1 and 120. Okay, pretty so, that, so that's a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, okay. so that's like three quarters or something, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, our, our total numbers were 250. Oh my. Which is astonishing. So like and half then, of, yeah, more yeah, than half of our normal half. sermon. Yeah, okay. I, I kind of ran the numbers. It's about 60% mm-hmm. of what we were pre-COVID, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And of course, you know, the big celebration for me was we had new members. Yeah. 45 new members joined our church. Very so nice. I was very excited about it. It was a good... A good day. But it was exhausting. It was exhausting. So today we are here. Mm-hmm. I just got back from running and so I haven't and even changed and you are still in your pajamas. Pajamas. Yes, so here we are. That's the beauty of podcasting. Uh-huh. It does not matter. But excitingly, today we are going to talk about peace. peace. Yep. Last week, thank you for your feedback on the joy episode. Um, this is about peace. Kind of some similarities, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's. I, I can think of a way that mm-hmm. there's some similarities. But what were you thinking of? Well, I think as we just dive in, you know, both are not based on should the piece of that we're talking about mm-hmm. Christian peace or Christian joy is not based on what's going on around you. They're both, you know, can be achieved or can be mm-hmm. given by the Lord despite the craziness going on around you. You can have joy. You can have yeah. peace. Even in the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have to see what you mean. You know, last week we used that idea of uh, of the world is like a storm on the yes. surface. And it can be calm or it can be stormy. Right. Um, but underneath is this deep, deep current that always flows in one direction. And that's like the joy of the Lord. It's mm-hmm. also like the peace. Yeah. And I think we, we, know, we've all know, we have all known people in our lives who's whose lives on the upper surface uh, was just, you know, going through a terrible storm. Yes. And yet they themselves didn't seem to be affected by it because they had this deep peace. Right. And that's, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. So let's get into it a little bit. Sure. Um, the first couple of verses, you know, Jesus says as he leaves, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, you know, not as the world gives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what we were just talking about. You know, worldly peace would have something to do with, you know, probably... A bank account yeah. or health insurance or security. things that give us yep. security in this life. But he says, not as the world gives. So do not let your heart be, hearts be troubled. That's in John 14. Yeah. And then in Romans, it says, we have peace with God mm-hmm. since we have been justified by faith. So in other words, being in right relationship with God gives us peace. Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, I, I was just looking at your notes there. And that's one of the three things I wanted to say for today's podcast mm-hmm. is the peace with God, the peace of God, oh. and then the peace at the end. Okay. Uh, and so uh, one way to think about the about peace is uh, that there's, first of all, the, the peace with God. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we'd call the peace of, um, the peace of salvation, mm-hmm. uh, the, the peace of knowing that, uh, that, that through the, the blood of Jesus Christ you have been saved. Mm-hmm. That's the peace of salvation. And again, the, the passage was, uh, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, faith, 
we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the peace that comes when you finally surrender. Uh, it's the peace that comes when you finally recognize that you can't bring anything to the table, that it's, it's Jesus and Jesus alone, uh, Jesus' blood and Jesus' blood alone, God's grace and God's grace alone, that saves you. And when finally the Holy Spirit wrestles you down like Jacob, you know, mm-hmm. he wrestles you down like Jacob to the point that you give up and cry uncle, that's when you have <laughs> peace with God. That's the peace of, uh, of salvation. And then there's also what we can think of as the peace of sanctification. And that's a very famous passage from Philippians. It's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Mm-hmm. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. And this one, he's not here talking so much about the, the moment or the act of salvation, but he's talking more about sanctification. That is walking with walking with God, uh, learning the, the peace that comes from trusting that God cares for you, that God has a plan for you no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Do not be anxious about anything, he says. Uh, and that's a different kind of peace. That's what I, I would think of as the peace of, of sanctification, the peace of, of discipleship, the okay. peace of trusting God in the, long, uh, in the long haul. Okay, and that's a great verse if you do like to memorize things, especially at this time. When, you know, you open up your newspaper and there's definitely no peace in the world. Oh my goodness, um, no. You know, this verse in Philippians 4, 6 through 7 is is one that the navigators always, it's one of the navigator verses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so helpful in any circumstance because, you know, do not be anxious about anything. So when you feel anxiety coming up, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, with uh, present your requests to God, right? Mm-hmm. With thanksgiving. thanksgiving. And that's a really key point about um, deterring anxiety. It's hard to be anxious when you start going into a thankful or grateful mm-hmm. mode. So do not be anxious about anything, but in but everything. everything uh, let your requests be, be known, made known to, to God. God. And the peace, peace of, of God, God, which passes all understanding. But we forgot the thanksgiving part. So anyways, that's okay. Yeah, It's a great verse to memorize. Obviously, I've forgotten it in this month. But... Um, that would help in this time frame. So you talked about the peace with God mm-hmm. being part of our, being salvation, being yeah. justified, made right with God. Right. The peace. Um, the peace of God. Of God, well, so which is part of our sanctification. Passage, our sanctification, getting to uh, getting to experience God's peace, and that's that deep current of peace that no matter what happens at the surface of your life, there's this current underneath that uh, that you're walking with the Lord. Okay. Uh, and then the last one I, I was thinking I was thinking of actually comes from the Old Testament. This is from the prophet Isaiah. Okay. And it's one of my favorite passages because it's in Handel's Messiah. Uh, for unto us oh, a child yes. is born. Right. Uh, I still so, have nightmares about getting stuck up there oh, at First I love Lutheran that. Church. Well, now you got to tell us about it. <laughs> have we already talked about that I on here? I don't think you have. I feel like we have. It's no big deal. But anyways, um, First Lutheran Church in Fargo does Handel's Messiah every mm-hmm. Christmas, I guess, or Easter. Easter. I think it's Easter. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know... A, pastor there so i was on the back i was back at the behind the well, altar right at the conclusion of the service they say if anyone wants to come up here and join us in the in hand right if anyone wants to come well they all come and i got uh, stuck back there uh-huh. and so i had to like pretend i knew what i was doing yeah. and sing and i'm not at all a choir person and first lutheran's very well known yeah. for their choir so i was just like mouthing the words back there and lip syncing and you were laughing oh i was loving it, it was <laughs> So anyways, yes. uh, so here's that passage, right? Uh, it's it's um, Isaiah chapter 9, mm-hmm. and it starts with verse 6. For, to, uh, for unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. 
on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish and uphold it, uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall accomplish this. Okay. And so I think that's how we often think of peace is this, this perfect justice, this perfect righteousness, that there is no conflict anymore. Okay. That all things are at peace. And then a little bit later, Isaiah picks it up again. Another very famous passage. This is uh, Isaiah chapter 11, again, verse 6. The wolf shall dwell with a lamb. The mm. leopard shall lie down with a young goat. The calf and the lion and the fattened calf together. And a little child shall lead them. Uh, and they shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. And it's that vision of, of peace as God created the world in the beginning. Mm -hmm. in, the, in the beginning, God created the world perfectly. His creation was a perfect peace. And sin entered into the world. And it's a vision of how the how peace will be restored so that as it was in the beginning, so shall it be at the okay. end. Uh, that, that the whole world is at peace. Um, all animals and all creation is at peace. And I think that's how we often, when we hear the word peace, that's what we often think of. Right. And then we get really frustrated because that's, you know, we're not there yet. No. Uh, we're not at the end of the, uh, we're not at the end of the world. Uh, this is still very much a fallen, broken world in the midst of being redeemed. It hasn't mm -hmm. been redeemed, fully redeemed yet. Right. And so if we only think of peace in that sense, it's easy to get real cynical and disheartened about it. Yes. Yeah. Well, how do we treat that? So Jesus in that passage is called the Prince of Peace, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm, that's a foreshadowing of Jesus, obviously. Right. Um, however, when Jesus comes, he says, and he leaves us with his peace, my peace I bring you, etc. Mm -hmm. And he also says, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Oh, yeah. Actually, I get to preach on that June 28th. Oh, okay, good. So yeah. in, I think that's important now. Well, what, what does that mean? We'll leave him on a cliffhanger. Oh, really? We'll have to come We're not the 28th. Gonna... No. Yeah. Okay, I'll give a little preview. Yes, no way. Yeah, well, uh, the, the point I made is that uh, Jesus comes, he says, you know, I do not think I have come to bring peace to the world, for I have not come to bring peace but a sword, for I have come to set a man against his wife and you know, children against their parents and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and the point I make on, on June 28th is, um, the point I make is that Jesus is the sword, uh, is that he's the prince of peace, but he also is the sword, and that he's, he's a, he divides people mm. one from the other. Mm. Not that he's doing it, but that, that's kind of what people... How, how people react to him is how people divide themselves. Okay. Um, and then my take-home point, you know, my application is that being a Christian, especially in times like this, is naturally divisive, and you have to trust uh, trust Jesus even when, you know, you pay the price in family and friends. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of family and peace, I think this is a good segue in. Mm. Mother Teresa has like a famous line or something. Um, something like, if you want peace in the world you know, go home and love your family. It's yeah. something to this extent of it starts, well, it doesn't start at home. It starts in your heart, right? This is the yeah. peace that God gives you. It starts first individually. Um, the gift of the spirit is peace, having your own sense of, I don't know, harmony and calmness in body, mind, and spirit, right? That's a gift of God. And then having that translate into your family and from there into the world. Because that's really the only way that um, anything will change in this world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It does be, it begins right at home, and you know, mm -hmm. Mother Teresa, and uh, before her, you know, Jesus. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, Jesus and, and uh, God on, on the Ten Commandments. You know, the, uh, the the point we always try to make with confirmation students is that what God wants from us, what God desires from us, really, when it comes down to it, is is not all that hard. I mean, it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's simple, but it's not easy. I guess that's a good okay. way of putting it. Right. Uh, and most of it really has to do with your relationships. Uh, at home and among the people whom you see all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Ten Commandments really are, at least the second table of the Ten Commandments are about, you know, honor your parents, honor your uh, marriage, honor your children, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. I mean, it's like the, the right. basics of All the life. things that would make society 
function right. better. Right. Mm -hmm. And it really is, uh, it's kind of a small circle, but if everybody pays attention to that small circle, then mm -hmm. the, the effect is huge. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Thanks. Yeah. So I want to talk about kissing. Oh. Yes. I know. Very exciting. Okay. Yes. And so this is a famous passage. It, it's, uh, and it comes back to the point in our service, our worship service, where we talk about uh, passing the peace. Oh, I was right? wondering where this was going. Yeah. Now I've got it all put together. I there know exactly go. what you're going to say. Okay. Uh, so, you know, that's, uh, and again, which is, you know, one of my favorite points in the service. Mm -hmm. I, just, I love that idea. Well, it probably Even, used to be. We can't touch each other now. But... I know, but I okay. still like it. It's, okay, it's great. It's, it's much better when you, you can actually go and shake hands and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Okay. But, uh, so this comes from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, uh, almost the very last thing he writes. So 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12, and he says, Greet one another with a holy kiss. And then he ends, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's it. Greet one another with a holy kiss. And that's the origin of the passing of peace, is that we recognize each other as, as part of this family. Okay. You know, you were talking about... Um, uh, that it begins at home. Peace mm -hmm. begins at home, and uh, and it, the the church is our our, our home too. We call mm -hmm. it our church home, our family. Yeah. And so Paul's instruction is to recognize each other as brothers and sisters in the Lord, pass the peace with each other. Peace be with you, and also with you. Mm -hmm. And originally, it began as a holy kiss. You know, this is of course a Mediterranean culture. Right. Now, you know, you can't imagine like Northern mm -hmm. Europeans doing this. I no, mean, no, no, not my right. people. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but this is a Mediterranean culture. Uh huh. Uh, where this kind of thing was was common, you know. So it's like the French kiss on the cheek yeah. type of thing. It was, it was you know, I, I think. I mean, yeah. it may have been a full on lip I to lip doubt kiss, it. but I, I don't really doubt know. It. Um, but the the re one reason I wanted to bring this up is that when outsiders heard about this, hey, you know, did you hear about those Christians? They get together and they all kiss each other. Right. They were always saying crazy things yeah. like that. They and eat this, blood they, and exactly. bodies. They're, and... they're cannibals. Yes. They eat body and mm -hmm. they, they eat the flesh and drink the blood mm -hmm. of their Savior. They let women speak in church. They let women speak and then mm -hmm. they kiss them. You know, so <laughs> like all of these terrible things uh, got started. Right. And it was just this kind of uh, mishearing and sure. misunderstanding and not wanting to understand. Mm -hmm what was going on but right. I've always thought that was interesting so that's where the passing of the peace comes in and right. that's what so yeah so that's great we do that at church we're mm -hmm. sort of passing the peace that we each have internally from Jesus to each other yeah um in the same way we you know are supposed to confess our sins before we come together at the right. altar you know there's supposed to be good relations between us um for the yeah. for the greater witness of to the world yeah, yeah, that, that's a great point. And, you know, in uh, here at St. John, we, we put the passing of the peace toward the very front of the service. Mm -hmm. So first we confess our sins, we have peace with God, oh, cool. and then we share the peace with each, with other. each other. So that's kind of the theology of behind God. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but in the in the Green Book, the, the, the passing of the peace actually falls uh, after the prayers and right before communion for the reason that mm -hmm. you just mentioned. That Jesus talks about how if, you know, if you're bringing your gift to the altar and you have anything against your brother first go and make peace with him and then come and bring your gift to the altar. And so that's why we, we put it there so that uh, if there's anything, you know, if there's any bad blood that you have with another person in the church, you can go and and uh, lay it down so that you can approach the altar with a clear conscience. Right. Yeah, good. Yeah, so it's not just shaking hands, you know. No, there's a it's lot not. More to it and right that. now it's not even shaking no, hands. Right now it's looking hands. from the pew and waving and stuff like that. Yeah. We wave at each other. Boy, I do hope shaking hands comes back together. Yeah, or hugging in society, or yeah, that yeah. you know, it's going to be different. Oh yeah, I mean, I read a report. I think it was Fauci actually, Doctor mm -hmm. Fauci, who was saying how he hopes that people start bowing, and I'm thinking, oh wow, oh, that's not going to happen, man. Not in this you culture, know? yeah. 
No, that already works in Asian culture, sure. not, but, yeah, but, but that's not, not going to happen I'm, here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to the shaking yes. of hands. Okay. Well, that is peace. And we would just ask you to pray for peace for us. As you mm-hmm. know, we are leaving in two days on an RV trip. Yes, we are. With the entire gang. And so perfectly, the next one we'll do will not be next Monday because we're going to be on the road and we're not going to podcast from the road. Believe me, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> you do not want to hear that. But it will be, the next one will be on patience. So we should have learned a lot. <laughs> we should have some great stories. We should have learned a lot about oh, patience. Boy. Yes, uh, both yes. the good and bad examples. Yes. All right. If you want to follow our journey too, I think, uh, well, I know that uh, St. John's Facebook and Instagram page will be posting some pictures because Tracy already asked me to send some. So if you are haven't already like joined or liked or whatever those Instagram and Facebook pages, um, do so now so you can see how we're doing. Yeah, it should be very interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the trip. It should yeah. be a great time. But I know, you know, uh, what, two and a half thousand miles in the car with eight people and Oh, yeah. Should be fun. We've done it before in a smaller vehicle. Yeah, that's true. A lot of times. And that's the whole reason we got the RV. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Should be fun. So pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. And we look forward to talking to you soon. We'll see you in two weeks.